0: Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future homebuyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mack.com. Email him at csawyer at or give him a call 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, AnyMAC Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, AnyMAC Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number MC 338923,
1: Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L, call for additional details. Jones first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability, Saquon Barkley. He's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this
0: team. Look at this, they lob it to me. Oh, in oh. off the glass! How about
2: that? Mosier, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Fitch, two for three, he's done his part.
0: Fitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole,
1: and it is... God, they don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball because the Yankees are not They're even close to the best organization in baseball.
2: we are trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankee.
1: Welcome to Sports Talk with RJ. I'm Steve Rister along with Justin D'Anafrio, and opening day is tomorrow. So, uh, we are doing our annual MLB season preview. And we're going to start, we're going to start with the Yankees. We're starting the AL East and we're going to start with the team that's playing at one o'clock tomorrow. That is the New York Yankees. So we're going to start with the Yankees. And for me, my expectation for the Yankees is I think this team is definitely a playoff team. I think this is definitely a playoff team. I think this is a team that, uh, that is good offensively with Aaron judge, with John Carlos, with Anthony Rizzo, with the new addition of Anthony Volpe starting instead of kind of falaf- falafel, which I'm very, very happy about. And with, uh, with John, with, uh, with Gleyber Torres, I think this team is is good offensively. Uh, the question marks though are the injuries in the rotation: Ron being out for uh, for the first month of the season, Severino being out for the first week of the season. They do have Cortez back, which is good, and then Garrett Cole, who who wasn't great last year, but he's a solid. He's been solid. Uh, he's he's is is a, a solid ace for the Yankees. So my I do think the Yankees don't. I don't think they win the division. I think they get to the playoffs, but I don't think they win the division this year. I think the biggest reason why is. The bullpen concerns me a little bit. Clay Holmes was really good at the start; it was really good at in, in in June and July, but he tailed off in August, and he did blow that save against against the Guardians. And uh, and I don't know if there's a ton of depth behind him. I mean, I like Michael King, but I don't know if there's a ton of depth behind him. So with the with the rotation, with the injuries to the rotation and the uh, bullpen, I'm taking I'm picking the Yankees to finish in second in the AL East, getting a wild card, though.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I like Toronto when that. That division, yeah. The Yankees, again, it's, it's for me, it's like, you know, again, I'm sh- very happy Volpe made the roster. I was surprised he did. I figured they were going to go with IKF, you know, just because it's, it's, it's the Yankees. And, you know, for whatever reason, all these teams want to keep, you know, their guys down one extra year for the service time and all that, which is ridiculous. But anyways, with the Yankees, yeah, I, I think they're a second team. I, I worry about the depth right now. And again, like out in this lineup, you're not going to get what Judge had last year. There's just no way he's going to replicate that who else in that line is going to pick up some slack? You know, I hope DJ, you know, can you really count? It's tough to count Stan. I've done with Josh Donaldson. He stinks. He's, <laughs> you know, a show of himself, you know, can you really bet Anthony Volpe to be like a huge contributor right in year one? That's a tough ask, you know, like who else in this lineup, you know, you know, Bader's hurt for the first couple weeks of the year. Like, I don't like who else in this lineup is really going to pick up some slack. I feel like, and I, and I think that's kind of going to hurt. Yeah, the rotation right now being banged up hurts a bit as well. So, look, you know, it's a while I have them as a wild card team, but the expectations get the playoffs, even though the Yankees tell us every year, you know, they still want to win the World Series and that's the goal. But I don't think this team is really I don't think this team's being Houston at, at all yet again. So, yeah, I, I think it's a playoff team and be nice to finally knock off Houston, but I don't see that happening.
1: Now the big question is what would we? What do you do? The Yankees have to do to have a successful season. I do think, even though I don't have them winning the division, I do think they have to get to a World Series. Now, if they get to a World Series, it's a successful season. I don't want to hear about World Series or bust. That's nonsense. This franchise has not been to the World Series since two thousand nine. If they get to the World Series, it's a successful season. I don't care if they get swept. They get to the World Series, it's a successful season.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Especially if they beat Houston in the LCS or in the LDF whenever they if they beat Houston. Yeah, I think it's a successful yeah, season. Yeah, they get over that hump. If yeah. you're going to say, okay,
1: they get over the hump against Houston and losing like five games to the Padres, you're going to consider that a disappointment. That's not. That's terrible. That's a. that's nonsense.
2: Yeah, like I'll be fine. It'll be just nice to get back to World Series. It's been way too long for this franchise, you know, a lot more pairing in the sport, which is great, but yes, this franchise got to get back there desperately and yeah, I think I think if they get to World Series, that'd be great and you know if it's being Houston along the way, yeah, did finally get on that hump. I think it's a great thing for, you know, moving forward for next season. So yeah, I'm with you. If they can get to the final four or a world series, I'm fine with it. And yeah, that's a good season for the Yankees.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And I think the big, the big, the way they're going to get there. Is they need the starters
1: to be good. You need everyone to be good in the rotation. They need obviously Cole. I think Cole needs to be even better than he was last year. They need Sevy to Sevy to be improved. They need uh they need Sevy to be good too. They need uh they need Rondon to Rondon to work out and they need a good year, another good year out of Cortez. And the lineup's got to be really good again, even though you know you can't duplicate that from Judge. I think the lineup, I think Volpe's gonna step up and be really, really good in the, in this lineup and they need the bullpen to be good. That's going to be a big question mark is that bullpen. That bullpen is going to be a question mark because of the lack of depth in it. And do we trust Clay Holmes as the closer? I do. I think he had a good year last year, even though he struggled at times, but that's going to be the big question. Do we
2: trust Clay Holmes as the closer of this team? Yeah. Yeah. That's a big question for the back end of that bullpen will be tough. Yeah. I know you mentioned earlier about Michael King. Yeah. He was awesome last year and they really missed when he went out last year. It's going to be great to have him back and, and, probably to be the setup man, in the eighth inning, maybe seventh inning, you know, wherever they throw him um, to be awesome, have him back. But yeah, Holmes. Yeah. You know, I still do believe in Holmes that he can kind of be that ninth inning closer lockdown guy. Um, Yeah. But like, he, you know, I think every, every reliever at some point has a little couple weeks where they kind of just lose it for a bit. Like, I, I don't think that's out of the ordinary. So yeah, I still have trust in Clay Holmes, you know, hopefully he kind of figured some things out in the off season and he'd be you know the guy that he was, you know, in the first half of last year, where again he was pretty much unhittable. That'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah, yep, yep. So
1: yeah, for me, I think I think they have to get to a World Series for it to be successful. And I think for Aaron Boone, probably you got to be back in the ALCS. I think that's the key for Aaron Boone. Even though we don't think they're going to win the division, they don't need to win the division to get to a, to a World Series or an ALCS. I think for Aaron Boone, they got to get back to the ALCS, or he or this is this is it for him.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, I know they love Boone. And what, I think that two years left after this year, I think on the contract, I think they gave him another four year extension, maybe three or four year extension. So yeah, but I'm I'm with you. I think they they finally, they got to get over this hump eventually, the ALCS. Like they can't just keep getting there, keep getting eliminated, kind of keep just trying to do the same thing over and over and over again. So yeah, at some point, yeah, I think for Boone, he's got to finally, you know, figure out a way to get this team over the hump and knock off Houston. Because again, the fan base is, uh, you know, the fan base and organization are kind of, you know, again, they, you know, want to get back there. And, um, yeah, again, it just kind of, you know, I don't know if, um, would it be another, I guess it kind of would be another setback. if You lose yet again in Houston. Like it it just would, you know, like at some point you gotta, you gotta beat them at some point. Yeah. You get, you get tired of it. Like the Red Sox, like from like 98 to 2003 had
1: a lot of good years where they finished in second but they just got so tired of losing to the Yankees. Kind of a similar situation with the Yankees, where it's just, it's so tiring continuing to lose to the Astros.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Especially you get swept and really most of those games. It was just like Houston was far out better, the flat out better team. And it showed. And yeah, like at some point, yeah, you got to get over the hump. The fan base wants to get over the hump. The organization wants to finally get another crack at the World Series. So yeah, at some point, you got to start trying to do something else. And you know, yeah, if they lose yet again, the LCS to Houston, it's yeah, like, there definitely needs to be some change some way. You know, I know, you know, again, Cashman's not going anywhere. Boom would be, you think, the next kind of logical. Yeah. Boom would be the next puppet. guy. Boom would be the next guy if this team is a disappointing season or if they don't get past Houston, Boone would be the guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I do agree with you. Yeah, like at some point you got to, you know, you, you, again, the fan base, especially if they lose to Houston again, the fan base is going to be looking for somebody to get, you know, they're, they're heading, you know, they, they want somebody to get fired, and yeah, I, Boone would probably be the logical answer. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So we'll move on to the team that we think is going to win the division. That's the Toronto Blue
1: Jays. I really like their offense with Springer, with Bichette, with Vlad. With, they got a bat from the Diamondbacks. They got Matt Chapman, so I really like their offense. And here's the key. This is why I think they're going to win the division. I really like their pitch. their starting pitching, too. I think, I think you know, Gosman and Man- Manoa is great. I like Gaussman. I think a big move for this team was adding Chris Bassett a right-handed pitcher. And the Yankees, a very righty-heavy lineup. Very, very good move for the Blue Jays going out and getting uh, Chris Bassett. And their bullpen, I think, is a little bit deeper than the Yankees. And I think they got better closer than the Yankees in Jordan Romano. So I like the Toronto Blue, Blue Jays to win the AL East this year.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I like the Blue Jays as well. I love bringing on Don Magley as your bench coach because I feel like that's what a lot of those young guys need. Somebody that's kind of been there. Somebody I think a lot of the guys probably respect. You know, because that Blue Jays team just last year, was a good team. I know they got the playoff, but, but like they fired th- their manager in the middle yeah. of the season. Yeah, they did. You know, it, yeah, because they were kind of struggling. Because, yeah, the expectations were kind of higher for them last year, and you know they thought they could make a run. It didn't. So, yeah, I think Brandon Bagley helps. Yeah, I thought you know bringing Kevin Kiermaier too to help the defense out in the outfield's huge. Yeah, I like the pickup of Chris Bassett. They you know hopefully Jose Brios can kind of get back to what he was in Minnesota. That'd be great. And yeah, Alex Manoa looks like one of the best starters you know in all of baseball right now. So yeah, I love this Blue Jays team, and I think they got a chance to um, make a World Series run here.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. The the, the playoffs are going to be key for the Blue Jays. Last year, they got in and lost both games to the Mariners, but it's going to be key to win that division, because as you learned from last year, you don't want to get into that play-in, so it's going to be very, very key for either the Yankees or Blue Jays to win that division.
2: Yeah, it absolutely will. You know, you got to, yeah, you got to, you know, two out of three games, you're going to have to burn a couple of your starters, and yeah, that kind of puts you in a disadvantage when you go in the LDS, so yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, crucial to get that, that, um, the top spot in, in your division. Absolutely. 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 So we'll talk about the Rays now. And I
1: think the Rays finishing third in the division. I, I there's a, there's some th- things I like about the Rays. I, I like their top two starters with McClanahan and Rasmussen. Their offense is a question mark in terms of those guys staying healthy. If, if Lowe and Frank, Franco could have a breakout year and Lowe has the year he had in 2021, I think this team could contend for a world series. This, that's going to be the big key. If their offense is really good, they can contend for a World Series, and so if their offense is good, they definitely can contend for get back to the World Series like they like they did in 2020. And then their bullpen, I like their bullpen, but the issue with their bullpen is they don't have a true closer, and that's the reason why I, I don't think this team's going to make the playoffs. I think this team's going to be very close to making the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think it's going to be because of of them not having a true closer. I think it's because their offense is inconsistent, and they're going to have Tyler Glass now at the teller glass now with the first two months and that's going to hurt that's going to hurt that rotation a little bit so that's why i don't think they think the very finish in third but i don't think they make the playoffs
2: yeah i'm with you i have them just missing out of the playoffs i think if that pitching sack is a healthy yeah they got a chance but yeah, missing glass now for the first couple months is going to hurt you know McClendon looked like he could win the mvp last or i mean the cy young till september when he had um some arm arm issues so you know, Zach Eflin's a decent starter. Like, they just need guys to give them some length. I, I think, you know, they just overtax that bullpen at times. And, you know, you know the, the Rays are always going to be right there, one of the best yards in the game. But, yeah, like, the offense is just way too inconsistent. There's way too many strikeouts out of that lineup, and I think that's the big problem with the Rays. And, you know, Kevin Cash is a great manager. I just think this division is a little bit too tough. Even though it'll be interesting now with you playing everybody that you don't have to play this division 18 times that, you know, it's going to help out this division, I think a lot, but it's still, you know, so, you know, it, I think it'll still be tough for a team like the race. Cause yeah, they, they, every year, there's so many injuries. It feels like they have to deal with.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we'll move on to the surprise team in baseball last year. And that's the Orioles. And I still think this is going to be a good team this year. I think, I think they're going to be a good team. I, I think this lineup is going to be, I think this lineup can be really good this year. I, I like, I like, uh, I, I like, uh, I like, uh, I think Rushman and Henderson, I think they're going to have really good years. I think Mullins should have a bounce back here. And Santander and, and uh, Mountcastle, those were their two best hitters. Hitters. The big concern with the Orioles is, is, is their lack of depth in the rotation. I think that's what's going to keep them out of the playoffs. They really didn't improve the rotation. They don't have a ton of depth outside of Kramer. They don't have a ton of depth in that rotation. So that's, I think that's really going to hurt the Orioles. And their bullpen is good. Patase is a really good closer. So, But they did lose Lopez. They traded him at the trade deadline to the Twins. So I don't think their bullpen will be as good. So with their bullpen not being as good, their lack of depth in the rotation, I think it'll be a better team offensively because I think Henderson and uh, Rushman could have breakout years. But I got the Orioles finishing in fourth. I think they win more games than they lose, but I don't think they make the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I think team's going finish right around 500. Um, I think there's some you know, kind of for this Orioles team – where their owner talked about um, couple years or talked about in the winter like you know we overachieved and I don't think it was right to spend the money you know like I, I think for those players I think they want to kind of prove them wrong that last yeah, year. yeah that's that's it.
1: not that's not the way you should be doing running business oh we <laughs> overachieved so we don't need to spend the money come on yeah. you gotta learn you gotta compete you're you got a team that's 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 ready to compete go out and spend the money.
2: Yeah, that, I totally agree with you, but that's wrong with major league baseball for some of these owners. It's exactly. Not exactly. right, you know. Yeah, but, and we're gonna get to some of these teams. Oh that's what they, you know some of
1: these teams have no oh, chance. Yeah. That's what's wrong with
2: baseball. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah, like some of these teams that just have triple A teams going running out there and they don't care. But yeah, you know, for the O's, I'm you know they made a lot of progress last year to to see Gunnar Henderson looks you know, he played well when he came up for the month of September. You know, Adley Rushman looked as good as advertised. You know, I know they were hoping Grayson Rodriguez was gonna make the team and he struggled with spring training. Like, you know, you're gonna see him at some point. He's their kind of top, big top prospect. They're after Henderson. Dale Hall's another starter that they're kind of hoping at some point we'll get the call up. He's another high prospector, you know, that they think he'll he'll crack the rotation at some point. Yeah, because right now it's Kyle Gibson Durace, and that's not a recipe. Um, that's not a guy that's gonna get you 15-21s. That's just not, and I think that's gonna be the big kind of Problem for them. Again, I could see in contempt for the wild card. It'd be great to see them get in. I just think that it's too tough in this division of a hill to climb yet to right now. Um, they're close, but again, they're, I think they're knocking the door, but just, you know, maybe next year for them. Now we move
1: on to the Red Sox, who I think are going to be the worst team in the American Leagues. But you talked about how, you know, this schedule is going to benefit them. This schedule could potentially benefit the Red Sox because they're not going to be playing all these teams in the East. So they might be able to get to, you know, 78, 80 wins, but that's not enough to make the playoffs. And I think this should be the last year where Haim Loom is the general manager. I think he should be fired after this season because he has done a very poor job putting this team together. It all started in 2020 when he refused to pay Mookie Betts. And if you're going to refuse to pay bets, improve the rotation. And, and you look at the rotation now, Corey Kluber, Chris Sale who can't stay healthy, and uh, James, James Paxton. Paxton. It'd be a good rotation in 2017, but we're not playing in 2017. We're playing in uh, 2023. I think the bullpen has improved a little bit. I think offensively, we'll see if this Yoshida guy pans out. We'll see. We'll see Turner. He's not as good as he used to be. We know Devers is a stud. Verdugo's average. So offensively, I think they'll be decent. I think the bullpen will be a little bit better, but the problem is I don't know if this bullpen is going to have a chance with Canley Jansen because this rotation could be absolutely pathetic. And that's what that's what really – and I think that's the reason this Red Sox team is going to be in the basement for the second year in a row. Uh, and I think this should be the last year of uh, of Haim Bloom as the general manager.
2: Yeah, he's probably the most hated man in Boston. and He has been for a while. Oh, he's, he's, um, he's,
1: he's, 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 he's ahead of Bill Belichick right now after, after the comments Belichick made.
2: Actually, yeah, that actually that's the kind of build I made, and it may be close. It may be back at yeah, second. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. very close right now. Um, they not have again. Even Barnes on the way out, kind of called it. He's like, "Hey, nobody cares about how many AAA championships you won. About you know, building about the farm. You know, about training everybody to go get you know chips. You know, let's
1: let's build the farm system. Do you know you're playing in a big market? You're not in Tampa. You're in Boston. You're in a big market. Look at what Dave Dombrowski did. He went out and uh." He, he went out and traded for uh, he went out and traded for Chris Sale. He went out and signed David Price. He made moves to to make that team better, and ultimately he built a championship team, which you're now destroying.
2: Yeah, I think there's three guys left. I think it's just Devers, Sales, and uh, Ryan Brazier. I think that's, I think it. that's
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Like, again, that was only five years ago. It's not that you know, like it's they tore that thing apart pretty quickly. And yeah, you know, Sale. Yeah, I know he hasn't been stayed healthy, but his fastball has been up in the mid 90s this this off uh, spring. Like you know, they're you know. Again, he's been really hard on himself and he's like, you know, I, I kind of owe it to this franchise to kind of be out there and to the fans that, you know, they paid me a lot of money. He's been really frustrated about it. You know, again, you know, if he could stay healthy, it'd be huge. They're gonna Corey's gonna have him go Saturday instead of opening day, just to like let him kind of take it all in again, not to put too much pressure on him to go out there opening day and kind of look like the old Chris Sale. But look, you know, Brian Balo. He was a guy in September with one point six five ERA. He's a guy that they're going to be looking to to kind of maybe be one of the pieces towards the get back into that rotation. So, um, yeah, for the Red Sox again, they paid Devers, but yeah, the Mookie. I mean the 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 way Bogarts left and all that, and now I, now I didn't know now the no Trevor story prior to July, and he probably could have got the surgery earlier. He kind of just you know they didn't want to do it. Yeah, so. he's the
1: guy. Oh, he's the guy they signed because they wanted to get they didn't want to pay Bogarts. That yeah, makes no yeah. sense. Now he's not, he's not playing until July.
2: Yeah. So I, 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 you know, I don't know. I can't, I, I don't know some of the moves, you know, bloom has been making and it's, it's not well, like the Boston, you know, cause Don Sweeney was up there, the Bruins GM, but the way the season they've been, you know, they're, they're, you know, he's getting, they love him again. Um, they're, you know, calling for his job. A yeah, lot, and I, th- I
1: think they're always going to love Brad Stevens.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they will for the job that he's done with that with that, with, that organization to kind of decided to go to the front office. So, look, you know the Red Sox. Yeah, I think it'll be fifth place. I think it'll be a tough year for them. But yeah, I could see them hovering right around five hundred. But what this would be like their fifth, like you know, last place finish since in like a decade or something like that. Like, yeah, I it's, think so yeah, it's not what it's it's been feast or famine for them. But you would you would like as a fan? I feel like I, I know they've gotten with some World Series out of it. But I think if you ask them, they like a little bit more consistency out of that organization.
1: Absolutely. And the question we're going to ask is, do this, and I think we've already pretty much talked about this. Do the Sox have to make the playoffs for Bloom to save his job? And absolutely. I think if they don't make the playoffs, Hyam Bloom should be fired. High and, High and Bloom, I am I, Bloom. If Haim Bloom stays on as the GM, if they don't make the play, they have another bad year. Say they win like 75, 70 to 75 games and Haim Bloom stays on as the GM. If I'm Alex Cora, I'm looking for another job because I'm not working another year with this general manager.
2: Yeah, he's yeah, core because core is one of the best. But yeah, they they you know Himes not really helped him out a lot, and you know it, it Himes. Um, I, I think he'd be in a lot of trouble. They don't make the playoffs again. You know, it'll, again it'll be interesting in August, September, how that ballpark's gonna. You know how they tend to. It's, well, even at the beginning of the year with the Celtics and Bruins when they start their playoff run.
1: Oh, there's gonna be nobody much, watching Red Sox games. There's gonna be nobody yeah. watching Red Sox games from April to June because you're assuming the Bruins are going to make it to the cup final the way they're playing. And the mm-hmm. Celtics could very easily get to the conference final. There's going to be nobody paying attention to this team in the first two months of the season. And rightfully so, because this GM has done a very poor job putting this team together. Yeah.
2: There's not a ton of excitement. Again, I, you know, it's great. You signed Devers back, but I think everybody thought you could get Bogart Sue, and Both of them have them both here and you know, it would help out a little bit. So yeah, I'm with you. I just don't think there'd be, there's not a ton of excitement. I feel like it's, they're talking you know like they're not really talking about it. It's all kind of Celtics and Bruins and Patriots. And the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, like you know, it's there's not a ton of Red Sox stuff going on out there right now. So yeah, there's not much excitement. I, I think you know, your Henry and um the other one, I you know um I forget the other, but you know that I think you're I think you got to cancel. I just you, you know I think I think you're gonna have to fire him. Absolutely. 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 So
1: it looks like the Red Sox are going to be in for a long year, but we got to go move on to the AL central. And, uh, well first we'll talk about the twins. And I, I, I like this twins team going into the season. I like the move trading for, uh, trading for Pablo Lopez. I like the, I like, uh, I think that Correa definitely going to have a better year. He's already adjusted to year. One was his adjustment year. I think he's going to have a better year. He got a new contract from the twins. So I think he's going to, he's got security now. So I think he's going to have a better year. They got to hope Byron Buxton stays healthy. But if he does, I think the Twins have a very, very good chance to win this division. I think they got a good bullpen. I think they got a good rotation, too, with Gray, with Ryan, and with Lopez. And I think the Twins win the division. I think it's close between the Twins and the Guardians. But I think the Twins win the division this year. I, I got them winning the AL Central.
2: I actually disagree. I got Twins finishing third. Wow. I didn't I, – I know they were there to the end. They absolutely collapsed in the month of September – I kind of like to, I can't go wrong with Cleveland and I think the White Sox can be better. I think, I think with all the, I like the White Sox town a little bit better than I do the twins. Like I think Gallo's it's going to help that Gallo with the, with the, with the shift no more. I think they'll. it's going to help out Joe, Joey's Gallo. Oh, you're buying Joey Gallo. You're buying Joey Gallo going into the year. I think it could help uh, without the shift. I, I think that may help him out a little bit. We'll see, but I, I think it could again, he's feast of fame. And I just worry about bucks and I know they're going to try him at DH to try to, keep them healthy but I just you know time will tell Correa yeah I think he'll be have a better year I do like the rotation the bullpen that's where they really fall apart was that bullpen the month of September they just couldn't find ways to get out and you know I I think it could be another problem for him again this year I just think the central like I think those top three with Cleveland and Chicago as well are right there I just put the twins at third I could easily see him finishing first like I think one one through three in that division is very entertained interchangeable um, but I I got the Twins in third.
1: Yeah, I got them winning because I like the upgrade of the rotation, and I think they're the they're the best offensive team out of, out of the three. They're that they're the offense I trust the most with Correa, with with Correa and Buxton in that lineup. I trust that offense the most. But we got to get to the Guardians, who were close to beating the Yankees last year in the first round. Lost, they had a two one lead that ended up losing in five games. And I think this team gets close to the postseason, but I don't think they make it. I do like the rotation of uh Bieber, McKenzie, Quantrill, and Savelli. Uh, offensively, they did add Bell. I mean. uh uh, uh, we all know uh, Jose Ramirez is a stud, but I think the big issue, I think the big issue with the guardians is that depth of that lineup. I don't think that lineup is as good as the twins. And I don't think it's as, it's as good as the white Sox. I like the bullpen in the rotation. I think that's the best, but I think the lineup is what's going to hold the guardians back and why they're not going to make the playoffs.
2: Yeah. I get to Cleveland at first. I could see them missing on the playoffs. I think for them with the new kind of bases and all that, and the stealing, like I think they're going to see a lot of bases. I think they're going to play small ball. And I think that, fits what they want to do you know oscar gonzalez i think they're hoping for another kind of you know good year he ended it just ended you know at 298 last year like i think they're hoping he'd get over 300 you know josh felt provides some pop to that lineup and again i like their eighth ninth ninth thing guys with the man of and james um Karnacek. i think those two guys are locked down i think that rotation if they could stay healthy i think you know i think zach please that you know, we've seen better from him, and I think he can. Even survive. pitched a little, you know, I think could pitch a little bit better, which would be huge for him. I can't go wrong with a with a team either that's managed by Tito. I just can't, and I think Cleveland finds a way to win that division.
1: Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But we will, we'll move on and talk about the White Sox. And I think the White Sox, I think they'll be decent. I think they'll be around 500. but I think the issues with the White Sox, I do like the rotation with Cease and Lance Lynn. Either bullpen is decent with Graveman. But I think the issue with the White Sox is losing Jose Abreu and can uh, uh, Eloy Jimenez and Tim Anderson stay healthy? They didn't last year. I don't know if I could trust them to stay healthy. That's why I got this team uh, maybe a little bit better than last year, but finishing in third in the AL Central.
2: Yeah, I get him second. Um, you know, I like Dylan Cease. You know, he had an amazing year last year. You know, Lance Lynch still pitching pretty well at his age. You know, Lito, he had a really rough year, but... Um, I think it's a team that could compete. I, I do like that lineup still. You know, they, they, um you know, Kim Mercado, Yonda know, Mercado kind of figure it out. I like that they brought in Andrew Benditendi. You know, if some of those younger guys, yeah, because they just had so many injuries last year, I think it really affected them. They were very up and down. Don't think, you know, them and Tony LaRusso in that clubhouse just didn't fit. And I think a new voice in that clubhouse really is going to help this White Sox team. I think they find a way to finish second in that division. But I don't think they'll get a wild card spot. I think they'll just miss out. Now wrapping up the rest of the AL
1: Central, the Tigers – they could be better, obviously, if uh, Meadows and Baez have better years, but I just don't think there's enough around those guys. I don't like—I don't really like their pitching that much, so I think they're, they're not going to be a contender. I think they finish fourth or fifth, and the same thing with the Royals. I like Bobby Witt Jr. I like Singer as a, as, a, as, a, as one of their starting pitchers, and, and obviously Sal, I always will like Salvi Perez, but again, I don't think there's enough on that team. I think the Tigers and Royals are clearly going to finish fourth and fifth.
2: Yeah, I get uh, yeah, those two as well. Um, I like Adrian Hinch as a manager. Well, you know, he's a good manager, but yeah, Javi Baez was awful last year. He had a rough one. They didn't really sign anybody too, like Spencer Torkelson. they were hoping they called him up, I think, a little bit too early than they wanted to, and he really struggled. So hopefully he can get some confidence back. They'll have Erod back. But yeah, I think Tigers finished the fourth and the Royals. I think they're starting to I think they're building this thing like they did a couple years ago when they won the World Series. Like I like that young pitching staff. I think they have some talent, they just didn't figure it out. Totally, you know, Brady Singer looks really good. I think having Granky in that lock group is going to help a lot of those younger pitching staff. Um, maybe try to figure some things out. They brought in their manager is a, a raised guy. Like, you know, I think that could help um, the pitching side of things. But, yeah, I like the young lineup that they got. But maybe a year away for the Royals, and maybe they kind of start to maybe get next year, like around 75, 80, maybe. But I still think they're a year away. We'll move on to the AL West. We got to start with the
1: best team in that division and the best team in all of baseball. That's the Houston Astros, and I know they're going to have McCullers out for a while, and I know they're going to have Altuve out for a while. But when you have six other good hitters, when when you when you have uh, when you have when you have Bregman, you have Alvarez, when you have uh, Tucker, when you have Pena, when you have Brantley, and and then pitching wise, when you have uh, Valdez, Javier. And Garcia and your Curdy, you could you could afford losing McCullers you could afford seeing Verlander go you could afford having Altuve out and when you've been to the to the World Series for the last six years you get the benefit of the doubt the Astros to me are clearly the best team in the American League and I think I know the Mariners are going to be good I know the Angels have gotten and Rangers have gotten better but I still think the Astros are clearly the best team in the American League West
2: yeah I'm with you I I've I got him as well. I yeah, the injuries have been piling up, but yeah, there's there's a lot of depth to that team. That rotation, there's not when all healthy, there's not many holes of that lineup at all. Um, and I, I think that's that's huge, you know. And yeah, you know, the pitching staff again, like guy like Hunter Brown that they're really high on. Um, uh, I believe he's one of their higher prospects. I know he's gonna miss you know, may miss some time early on, but um, you know, he he's a guy that they're they're really high on, kind of contributing to this team as well. So yeah, that the, the, the Astros have guys that can kind of fill out pieces. Kyle Tucker had a breakout year, and I expect him to kind of put up the same numbers he did last year. You know, Brantley missed some. You know, was going to miss some time, but he missed a lot last year. But again, when he's in there, he's one of the best in baseball. You know, at, at his age, maybe there's been a bit of the decline, but you know, he, he's still a guy that could get on base a lot. Um, I, I'm with you. I think the Astros again, they 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 got everything that they have they have everything that they need to uh, repeat as world series champion. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Moving on to the Mariners who made the playoffs last year and got swept by the Astros in the playoffs. They almost won. They almost won uh that, that game one and then it fell, and then then, it, then they completely fell apart in that series. But uh looking at this Mariners team, I like this lineup. I really think this lineup is going to score some runs with Julio Rodriguez, Ty France, uh Adhirio Suarez, they got to uh, they got Tiasca the Hernandez. Uh, they got one of the best catchers in baseball in Cal Raleigh. If Jared Kellner could even step up like he was expected to, I think this Mariners offense is going to be good pitching wise. You are going to have Castillo the whole year. You are going to have Robbie Ray, and you are going to have Logan Gilbert. I think they're good in the rotation. The issue is the bullpen. That's what hurt them in that in that series against the Astros. Uh, against the Astros, uh, they, because they were up seven three in game one, and they blew that game, and that's and that set the tone for that entire series. I think that this bullpen's a question mark, but I do think the Mariners get a wild card spot. And I do think they return to the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. to finish the second. I think yeah, they they do get a wild card spot. Yeah, you know, Rodriguez is the guy that I think contend for the MVP this year. Taxis Hernandez is nice. You know, upgrading the outfield. Yeah, and you know, George Kirby, Logan Gilbert, they both said at the end of the year like they just ran out of gas and you know, and because they kind of you know part of their kind of struggles there. You know, Luis Castillo has been an awesome acquisition for him. You know, maybe they get out to a fast start. They can kind of overtake the Astros get out in front of that division and maybe kind of, you know, find a way to win it. You know, I, I could see it, but um, you know, they got it. It's be important to get out to that fast start, but yeah. And Kalanick too, he had a really good spring. He batted 367. He only had 13 strikeouts. Maybe he's turned a corner. You know, I, I know it's been a rough couple of years for him, but maybe, maybe he's finally, finally he has figured it out. And yeah, he, if he could, you know, that, that Mariners team is, 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 is loaded. Looking at the Angels, I think this is the best team the Angels have had
1: since 2014. I, I'm high on the Angels this year I like because of some of their additions. I like getting Tyler Anderson from the Dodgers. I like that addition. I also like getting Gio Urshela. We all know him as Yankee fans. And I like getting Hunter Renfro. He's going to add some power to that lineup. This lineup is going to be better. This rotation is going to be better. The bullpen is average. That's going to be a question mark. But I do think this Angels team makes the playoffs, gets that number seed in the playoffs, because of the additions they made in the off season. And if Mike Trout could stay healthy, I think they got a really, that's an F because we've seen what's happened the last two years. That is a, that, that if he stays healthy, I think the angels sneak in and get, get one of those wild card spots.
2: Yeah, actually I, I took them two to get the wild card. I, I, you know, cause you go back to last year, they got out to a really hot start and then it was like Trout and Tiny got hurt and they just fell off the, uh they, they just, you know, they just fell off and they really struggled, you know, from June on. And, you know, yeah, I think if they could stay healthy, I think LA could, I think the angels get back to the playoffs this year, you know, and they, they have to, to try to keep any hope of keeping Otani. If they want to pay him. you, you got to um, try to show them like, Hey, we could kind of stick around and be a, um, you know, be, be, you know, get to the playoffs. And that you know, I'm happy Phil Nevin gets a shot as a manager. I know he's more of an old school guy, so we'll see if that happens, but yeah, they were bottom 10 last year and run scored. And when that offense Brandon Drury coming over to it, a really nice year, um, You know, I I think that helps. Yeah, Geo, love Geo. If that team could stay on the field, like an Anthony Rendon, who's only played 105 games, you know, the last two years, like if he's another one that could stay healthy, yeah, that Angel team should be able to put up a lot of runs and their rotation's much better than it was a couple years ago.
1: Absolutely. Now, we'll talk about a team that has improved their rotation. that has been the Texas Rangers. Went out and got Jacob DeGrom, went out and got Nathan Volpe and I got Andrew Heaney. They've definitely improved their rotation. I don't mind their lineup. I think their top four are really good. I think Lowe, I think Seager, Simeon, and Garcia, I think they got a really good lineup. The question mark, though, is the bullpen. I think that's a little bit of a question mark. And the depth of that lineup. And DeGrom staying healthy. That's the big question. DeGrom staying healthy. and Because he's only had 24 starts in the last two years. And that was a big reason why the Mets didn't resign him. That's why I think the Rangers will be improved. I think they might be in a playoff race until maybe, you know, late July, early August, but I think they fade late in the season because of DeGrom's health, lack of depth in the lineup and their bullpen. I think the Rangers finish in fourth, but I do think they're, imp- they are an improved team.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think Chris Young's in a great job at the GM. Um, you know, I, I like how this team's going on and spending, trying to get competitive. You know, I, it, you know, I think it's great, you know, Marcus Simeon, you know, I know he started to turn the corner late, but he got off to such a slow start, which I think hurt, um, you know, Josh Jung, who is one of their top prospects, you know, playing over at third this year. I think they're, yeah, they're hoping he can kind of have a nice year for him. Um, yeah. Like Martin Perez had an awesome season, but like, can you really expect them to kind of repeat in an under three or a, I think it's tough, but yeah, I think the bullpen's kind of the thing that's going to hurt them this year. I think they're going to struggle in that one. And, Bruce Bochy's been out of the game for a couple years. Like how, you know, how, how does he kind of make, it? cause it's, you know, and baseball is kind of different. You know, I know he's a little bit more of an old school guy. He's one of the best, you know, when he was a giant. So we'll kind of see how he does. But I, again, he, he's much better than uh, what's his Chris Woodworth. You know, that, that, that guy was a disaster. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Now to wrap up the ALS, we got the A's and their the A's are pretty much a triple A team. And that again, that's the problem with baseball. A team like the A's is a problem. This is one of the big problems with major league baseball.
2: Yeah, they are. Again, I just, I know they're trying to move to Vegas. I don't know if this is part of the plan to be as bad as you can, but yeah, this team, you know, they may get 60 wins, but I feel so bad for that city. I just, you know. I just, I just do. I know there's some hardcore A fans, but man, it's tough to, it's tough to go watch that team play. There's not, yeah, it's a triple A, it's a triple A team. Alrighty, moving on to the NL East and the Atlanta Braves.
1: I, even though they lost to the Phillies in the playoffs last year, I got them winning the division. I trust their, I trust their rotation. With uh, I, I I I trust their rotation with uh with right with Strider and Freed I really like their offense I think Acuna is gonna have a bounce back year Olson and Riley I think continue to have great years they added Murphy who's a pretty good catcher Sean Murphy from the A's is a pretty good catcher and uh I think Ozzy Albies has a good year too I think this team is, wins the division because of their offense I like their pitching and I like I like their bullpen as well I don't know if their bullpen will be as good losing Kelly Jansen but I do think the Braves right now are the best with the injuries, the Mets and Phillies have. I think they are going to win the, AL,
2: I think they're going to win the ALEs for the sixth consecutive season. Yeah. I'm with you. I think they win this thing again. I like Acuna, you know, Cunha and is back in that lineup. I think Acuna could have like a 50, 50 year, you know, stolen base. You know, I think he's a guy who can steal some bases. Um, and again, if, when he's been in that lineup, he's been a major force. So I feel like there could be kind of a, big year there for Ronald Acuna. Um, yeah, I like bringing Shaw Murphy is one of the better catchers in the sport. Young guy still as well. Um, I think it, the team that won hundred games last year, they got beat by the Phillies, but I, you know, this, this, the, you know, the Braves, whenever they need a guy called up from AAA, you know, they produce Michael Harris, Eddie Rosario, um, you know, both guys could at the bottom of the line of hit 30 home runs each. So I just think there's so much that to that Braves. Um, team and i i love the way they do business they lock up their their guys early on and you know they get they, you know they pretty much are getting discounts and it, it allows them to kind of do all this kind of stuff and you know they they're getting what a cooner for like 10 11 12 million dollars something like that like it's it, it, it's cheap something like that so yeah i think the um think the the Atlanta is going to win it division yet again
1: we will now go on to the Mets, who have had high or have still have high expectations this year. Going out and uh, signing Justin Verlander, they got Max Scherzer, they got a pitcher from Japan. Their offense is obviously really good with Alonzo with uh, Lindor. This team won over 100 games last year. They did lose in the in in the first round to the uh, to the Padres, but I think with this lineup with Alonzo Lindor, Nimo Vogelbach, and McNeil, and this rotation, and I know the closer is a loss. Edwin Diaz is going to be a big loss but I do think David Robertson could do the job. I do think the Mets get back to the playoffs. They finish in second and get one of the wild card spots. Yeah,
2: I'm with you. I think they do get back to the wild card. Um, Yeah, you know, losing Diaz is huge. They got Robertson. They got Adam Modavino who, you know, could lock it down until maybe you go out and you get your final closer in July. You know, I think that's possible. Um, You know, I think, you know, P. Alonso, Francisco Lindor in the middle of that lineup. Lindor had a much better year uh looked like he finally kind of settled in new york last year which is huge for them yeah you know you lost to grom but you know you bring in verlander and scherzer you know and both those guys are really good both of them have been pretty durable over the years but like at their age can you can you expect them to get 30 starts each i think it's a little bit you know i I think that may be hard to ask but with those two it wouldn't shock me um but i think this mets team has a chance to get back to the fall classic um they, they got the roster they got this Starting pitching to do it, and especially with Verlander Scherzer, you could have those guys going game one and game two. Um, does give you an edge, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Now, going to the defending nationally champion Philadelphia Phillies. Here's the thing with the Phillies thank God they signed Trey Turner because their lineup would be in huge trouble. With uh, looks like Hoskins is going to be out for the year with Harper out until the all star break. The, the fact they signed Trey Turner that is big. You put him in that lineup with Rialamuto and Castellanos. That was a that 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 saved them if they signed Trey Turner there. I do think they have really good starting pitching with Nola, with Wheeler and with Walker. They added Walker. That was a good pickup. The concern for me is 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 there uh is their is there bullpen and and I think they're gonna fall behind. I don't think they're winning the NL East with Harper and Hoskins out. And that's why they're gonna get into this wild card uh, they're going to get into the first round again. We remember last year when we were in the first round against the Cardinals. They were down two nothing going going into that game, and they did make that comeback. But they ended it. But I, I I think you can't rely on being the number six seed again and getting to the World Series. So I think the Phillies do get to the playoffs, but I do not think they return to the World Series. And I think they finish third in the NL East.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I think they finish third. They'll get. They'll find a way to get back to the playoffs. But yeah, I think losing Hopkins is huge. Having Harper out for a couple months is it's it's tough. And you know, yeah, Trey is a huge pickup. And again, he had an awesome um, World Baseball Classic. So you know, like I expect him coming out of the gates. You know, re- you know, ready to go. You know, the way the way he kind of saw the ball in in that tournament. So yeah, I think you know the Phillies with that rotation to contract you for Nola it doesn't seem like they're gonna get anything done between now and you know the deadline to kind of you know sign a long-term extension um but yeah i think the bullpen who did kind of figure it out towards the end of the, like you know during the playoffs they were manageable but yeah it's tough i think the ask of that again um does totally hurt to lose hopkins but again i, I think a team that finds a way to get back to the to the playoffs but yeah i'd be very surprised to see this team get back to, to the uh to the world series and then we wrap up the other two teams
1: in the NL East and we start with the Marlins. And again, this team, you know, this team, I like Alcantara. I like Chisholm, but this team is going to struggle. I, I would be surprised if they win 75 games this year and the nationals, just like I said, with the A's, that's just the problem with major league baseball. This, that's just a team that's completely not trying and, and a team that, that that really doesn't care about this season.
2: Yeah. The Marlins, they lost 40 games last year by one run. Like, you know, you could see someone that maybe flip, but yeah, the lineup's not great. I love the rotation. it's they're gonna be in a lot of games, but can their offense be able to get them over the hump? I just don't know. there's not a ton of kind of potential, you know there's not a ton in that lineup. They kind of signed a couple free agents that are you know they have decent years. Maybe they kind of battle to try to get seventy five, maybe eighty one, but that's pushing it. yeah, it's a team I think you know they just need to get some bats in that lineup and again, they 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 be, be a team that could battle for wildcard spot. and then yeah. for the Nationals, yeah, they're just not even they have not try I know they got a lot of young talent, that potentially young talent on that team. Maybe if they all come together, but, you know, you got no Strasburg again in the late May. It's just, you know, you kind of forget that you did it on the roster. Exactly.
1: So. Since the nineteen World yeah. Series, you forget that Steven
2: Strasburg even plays.
1: And you forget Patrick Corbin even plays on that team, and he's their best <laughs> pitcher. He's been such a disaster since 2019. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Again, the Yankees avoided that one. I wanted yeah, Corbin, did. but it's a good thing they
1: that did. They, they ended up going to Washington. Yeah, they, they definitely would have been ugly. They definitely did. So now moving on to the NL Central, and we'll start with the Cardinals. I think this team repeats. I think this team wins the uh, NL Central again. I really, I, I, I like, I like their, uh, I like their pitching with Michaelos Flaherty and our guy Jordan Montgomery. I think their offense. They added uh, Wilson Contreras, obviously Aaron Otto and Goldschmidt, one of the best uh, three-four combinations in the game. Uh, and then their bullpen is a little bit of a question mark. We remember last year. That's why they didn't, they didn't advance. It was because their bullpen had a two-nothing lead. Uh, in that game against the Phillies, but I think this team is good enough to win a weak NL C- NL Central. That's why I have them winning this division.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I think you know, last go around for Adam Wainwright. I know he misses beginning of the year, but yeah, I think Ray Wilson could to kind of fill the shoes of Yadi Molino. I think it's a good pickup for him. And yeah, Goldie and Arenado are two of the best infielders in the sport. You know, the outfield, uh, Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, um, they got some potential younger guys. I, I like that Cardinals lineup. Um, but yeah, the bullpen's a little bit of the question mark. And I, that, as you mentioned, held them back last year in the playoffs against the Phillies. Might hold them back again. But yeah, it's a good rotation. Um, you know, I could see Arenado get his first MVP this year. He's been that good. And I think he deserves one. They have a big year. I could see him getting one. But yeah, I think the Cardinals finish um, first in that division yet again.
1: Moving on to the Brewers. I mean, the thing is, is I love their rotation. I I think Corbin Burns is probably the best pitcher in the game. I like Woodruff. I like Peralta. I like Alauer. I really like this rotation. But the problem is the other parts of this team. The offense is not that good. Yeah, People want to talk about Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich hasn't been great in four years. I mean, I think Adamas and Telez had pretty good years last year, but that's not enough for that offense, like that offense is in the middle of the pack, and the bullpen. They traded Josh Hader last year. I didn't like that move when they were competing for a playoff spot. So I think this team misses the play, finishes in second, but they miss the playoffs because of their lack of offense and their bullpen being questionable.
2: Yeah, you know this is it'll be interesting what they do because if you know a lot of those pitchers now got two years of control left, so like you could kind of see a couple of them like the Hader situation last year. You just mentioned, Maybe yeah, I mean you could a see the of... low market team get rid of one of those pitchers
1: if they're you know, in it, but not really in it. They can get rid of one of those pitchers at the trade deadline. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised.
2: Yeah. You know, and I think that could hurt the Brewers, but yeah, you know, core guys, I think, you know, that could be kind of their last kind of run here. So maybe they could kind of, I think, stick in it, stick with it, but I think it'll be tough. And yeah, you know, y'all, yeah, it's just been down years. I know the back's kind of been a big part of it, but yeah, like out, out of that bullpen outside of Devin Williams, you know, who do you really trust that rotation's really good. I think it's, you know, can their lineup keep in, in it? You know, they, you know, Luke Voigt, can he kind of do what he did a couple years ago with the Yankees and but you know I just yeah that that the lineup isn't great and I think it's another one like the Marlins where it's it's going to kind of hold them back.
1: All right, we look at the rest of the NL Central. The, we'll start with the Cubs. The Cubs the thing about the Cubs is they're not I don't think they're going to be a playoff team this year, but they're but they're trending in the right direction. I like them going out and getting Dansby Swanson. They got Cody Bellinger. I think they're, they're they're trying to trend in the right direction. I think this is an 80-81 win team. I think this team could finish 500. I do like what the Cubs are doing, but I think they missed, they missed the playoffs. And again, the last two teams is the problem with baseball. These teams do not try to win. I feel bad for a guy like O'Neill Cruz. The only reason to turn a Pirates game on, if it wasn't for O'Neal Cruz, I would not watch a Pirates game all year. I am excited to watch O'Neal Cruz play. I know he's on a bad, terrible team, but I am excited to watch O'Neill Cruz play. And the Reds, again, just like the A's, they're a triple A team.
2: Yeah. It's bad. You know, the Cubs, yeah, the Cubs, I think one year wide and that team could be a wildcard team. I think they're getting close. Yeah. Swanson's good one. Bellinger James, and Tyone who pitched pretty well last year at the Yankees. Hopefully could say healthy knows that division pretty well. Um, you know, the Cubs, uh, yeah, just one year wide. I feel like, and they're, they'll be kind of back. It's yeah, they're going in the right direction. The rebuild looks like it's kind of coming kind of, you know, almost there, almost complete. And, you know, I think next year is a year for the Cubs will so kind of, look for the playoffs and yeah i got pittsburgh uh fishing fourth i i like the lineup that i like the young core that they have in that lineup i don't know how much longer brian Reynolds is gonna be there you know but yeah it's a pitching staff it's you know i think rich hill may be the open day starter you know like that's
1: crazy that's like a 40 yeah, year old
2: guy starting an opening day
1: that's a yeah. problem that's a problem with ownership there
2: yeah, it's just, it's not good. And I feel bad for that because it's a beautiful ballpark. It just, you know, you you would get, they drew when they're, you know, a couple years ago when they were good, yeah. but you know, it, who's going to show up in the middle of, you know, to watch that team. And yeah, the Reds, that's another city that just, it seems like they love baseball and yeah, it's it's too bad that that team is so bad. They can't start out worse than 322 though. Like they did last year. Like there, there's no way they could start out that bad. And they also used 66 different players last year because they had a bunch on the IL. So I you know yeah the Reds are a long way away and I haven't finished in fifth in that in that division.
1: Oh, you got it. You definitely have to. You definitely have to. So we'll move on to the NL West and uh, the team that we got to talk about first. The team I think that has overtaken the Dodgers as the team in the division. And that is the Padres. That lineup with with uh, Machado. They got Soto. Uh, they the Cronenworth. They're going to get Tatis back. That lineup is loaded. That lineup is really good. Their pitching staff. With with uh, Darvish and then Joe Musgrove in that rotation, I think that rotation is really really good. And then the closer Josh Hader, which obviously uh, he should have been in at the end of that game facing yeah. Bryce Harper last year. That was ridiculous bad move by Bob Melvin. And if Melvin was in a bigger market like New York, he would have got he would have gotten destroyed mm. for that move. But uh, I really I love this Padres team. I really really do. I think you know with Snell, Musgrove, Darvish, Walker, Michael Waka they added too. Uh, they, and in the bullpen, you got Josh Hader. I think this team wins the National League, National League West. I think the Dodgers are taking a step back. I think the Padres win the division.
2: I'm with you, too. I like the Padres. I like that team. I like bringing in Xander Bogarts. I think that's huge. Again, the big expectations, the first time they made the NLCS last year, first time in 24 years. You'll get Tatis back It's somewhat sometime in May. I know it's been like a year and a half, but. That's a guy. If he could kind of sound like he's gonna play the outfield. Like that's a guy in that you can add to that middle of that lineup who could stay healthy. Um, you know, just adds another weapon. You know, Juan Soto is gonna be a lot more comfortable. I feel like it. You know, now having kind of a little bit of time under his belt there. They, you know, Machado. They got something done with him. Yeah, that lineup. They got a, so much talent in that lineup. Um, that it's it's gonna be tough to kind of keep them down. You know, a couple nights in a row. And um, you know, I just I, I see that team kind of. With you, I think you know they they will overtake the pod. I mean, they'll overtake the Dodgers in that division this year. Yeah. So now we'll talk about the Dodgers. And if you look at the Dodgers going into this season,
1: no Trey Turner, no uh, no Justin Turner, no Cody Bellinger. They're really cutting back. They're cutting back. I think I think the Dodgers. I think they'll be good. I think they'll be good. I have to think they'll be a playoff team because I trust Dave Roberts and I trust that organization. I think they'll get in the playoffs. But I think they'll they'll just like just like the Phillies. I think they'll be a wild card. I think I think, I think the Phillies might even be better than them. I think they sneak into that last spot in the playoffs. I think this is a down year for the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are saving up to try to get uh, Otani. I wouldn't be surprised if the Angels have another bad year if Otani's playing for the Dodgers next year, because I think the Dodgers are going to throw a ton of money out at Otani. But for the Dodgers this year, I think it's going to be a year where they're good, but not as good as they've been. I think they make the playoffs, but I don't think they get past the first round, and I think they finish second in the NL West.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I get that. I was just for a second as well. I still, you know, I think Blues and Gavin looks, you know, torn ACL. I think that that's going to hurt. Will Smith had a career career high 87 RBIs. He's been great behind the plate. But yeah, I feel like they're kind of relying on some younger guys that are unproven so far. And again, a couple of them I think could be really good. But you know, time will tell for him. Freddie Freeman, I think, he's going to have a better. You know, I know he had 100 RBIs last year, but like you know, it took them a little bit there to kind of get settled in with the Dodgers. There's a lot kind of behind the scenes about kind of the, the you know, self with the Braves and all that, that I think may affect them a little bit, but yeah, I, I think the, the Dodgers still have a really good roster, um, you know, but he, you know, this couple guys, you know, I feel like, yeah, they're just unproven, you know, you won't have Walker Buehler to probably September, but you could add that guy back for the, for the stretch run is huge. You know, Julio Reyes has been really good. You still got Clayton Jenkins Kershaw, but uh, I think it's a second place finish for the Dodgers this year. Absolutely. And to wrap up the NL West, has there
1: was there a team at a worse offseason than the San Francisco Giants? I mean, they they thought they had uh, Carlos Correa. They thought they had Aaron, they thought they might have had Aaron Judge. That fell through. They thought they had Carlos Correa in the bag. That fell through. It was a disastrous offseason for the Giants, and I think this team isn't winning more than eighty games this year? I think they're. I, I think that they're they're not going to be a contender to make the playoffs. That was just a disastrous off for the Giants. Looking at the Diamondbacks, I mean, Chris Walker's a good player. I like Gallen as a starter, but I don't see this that team competing. And the Rockies, I like CJ Crone, but outside of that, I they're not the Rockies aren't as bad as the Reds, Nationals, or A's, but they're pretty bad.
2: Yeah, they're bad. And you know, with the Giants, yeah, they they used summed it up. They've had a rough off season. Again, they, they did try to go out and spend and try to get back in contention and just, you know, some bad luck there. They haven't had a guy that's hit 30 home runs since Barry Bonds in 04. I that's couldn't crazy. believe when I read that. Oh, that they have one for World Series,
1: yet. though, because they're pitching.
2: Yeah, they did. They their bullpen. They did. Yeah, their bullpen, they're starting pitching. Bumgarner was, it's just, was nasty um, back then. But yeah, I just think for the Giants, it's been tough. Um, maybe next year, but yeah, I think, that, I think it's trying to be a rough year for Arizona. Yeah. I think that it's another, this is another team that maybe the rules can kind of help benefit them. You know, they're a team that, you know, they, could, they got a lot of young guys that are, you know, could steal some bases. Maybe that helps them out. They kind of, you know, maybe they find a way to win 70, 75 games, but, um, Corbin, uh, Carroll's one of the favorites to win the national league rookie of the year. They got some nice young pieces. Um, uh, but yeah, Arizona got a pitching fourth and yeah, Colorado, they've already lost a couple guys as a season end you're pretty much kind of be, be out majority of the season Chris Bryant was in and out of the lineup Ezekiel Tovar I I liked him last year in Hartford again maybe kind of come on um you know you know be a factor in that lineup but yeah the, the Rockies right now um not in good shape and yeah I got him finishing fifth in that division
1: all righty. So now we're going to go to our awards and we're going to start with our AL MVP picks. And I'm going to go with Shohei Ohtani. I think Ohtani wins it this year. And I think the biggest reason why is he has a good year on the mound and at the plate, he has an even better year because now he has more protection in that lineup with Mike Trout, with Hunter Refro, with uh, Gio Urshela. You never know about Anthony Rendon, but but uh I think he has more protection in that lineup. And that's why my pick is Shohei Ohtani.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I think Otani's going to get it. I just you know yeah he'll be good on the mound he's gonna he's gonna you know um he's gonna have some big at bats and he's gonna do well and yeah i just think otani is just again uh such a special player And yeah you mentioned the protection he's gonna have this year he's gonna help him out he's gonna see some better pitches you know or some of the guys behind him are gonna see some better pitches or in front of him and maybe he knocks in a couple more runs this year so yeah i, I think otani um's gonna win mvp
1: uh nl MVP. I'm going with Juan Soto. I like the protection again, because of protection in the lineup. I like the protection with Machado. I like the protect now with Tatis being back with Cronenworth. I like the protection in the lineup. That's why I'm going with Juan Soto as the NL VP.
2: I'm gonna go with Nolan Arenado. You know, I think he's been so close. Yeah, thanks. I, I think he's been so close over the last couple of years. I think he finally breaks through and gets one. I think because the, the Cardinals won the division, you know, he's got Goldie there. You know, maybe Dylan Carlson's in the middle of that lineup. Like, I think there's some guys he. Does have a little bit of protection in that lineup, but um I, I think you know Aaron I was gonna get it. He's won what? I think, you know, um, you know, a bunch of gold gloves. I think he finally gets one. I think he deserves it. I think this is a year for him.
1: All righty, A.L. Cy Young. I'm gonna go with the sleeper candidate. I'm gonna go with not Jacob DeGrom, not Garrett Cole. I'm gonna go with Alex Manoa of the Blue Jays. I think he has a really good year for the Blue Jays and he leads them to an American League East Championship.
2: I'm with you on that one too. I, I really like Manoa. You know, he was really good last year. He finished third last year in the Cy Young voting. Um, He's been awesome so far. You know, he's got good control. Batters only, you know, you know hit, you know, just over 200. It was like 202 they batted against him last year. So I'm with you. I really like Alex Manoa. He's getting the open day start. I think, you know, Toronto could be the second best team in the American League. And I think he's a big reason why out of that rotation. So I'm with you. I think Alex Manola could win that award this year.
1: NL Cy Young, I'm going with Corbin Burns. I think he's the best pitcher in baseball. He's absolutely phenomenal. The only reason he had 12 wins last year is because his offense wasn't that good.
2: I'm going with Cor- Corbin Burns to win the Cy Young in the NL. I'm going with another sleeper out of this one. I'm going with Spencer Strider out of Atlanta. He had, well, that's a good one. You know, yeah, you know, he had such a good year, broke on the scene as a rookie. You know, Michael, he bought a one rookie of the year, but Michael Harrison, is, his teammate was just a you know, little bit better than him. I think Spencer Strider in the middle of that rotation, I think with a full year, Um, you know, I, I think the Braves have the potential to finish first, second in in the national league. And, um, I think Shredder kind of, um, could have another really good year and, um, you know, win the Cy Young. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So AL rookie of the year. I'm gonna go with a guy in the AL East. I'm gonna go with Gunnar Henderson. I think Gunnar Henderson has a big year with the Orioles. I think that this. I think Rushman's gonna be really good, and I think Bolton's gonna have a bounce back year. And we all know Santander and Mountain Mount, Mount Castle are really good. So I think he's gonna have Gunnar Henderson for the Orioles third baseman. He, I think he's gonna be my AL Rookie of the Year.
2: Yeah, I got the same pick. You know, I, I he got called up late in the year, um, and after October 31st, he led the he led the league in best hit, um, best hard hit rate, you know, in the, in the league the last month of the year. So, you know, josemi has been able to kind of put the ball in play, um, you know, make good contact. I think Gunnar Henderson with that Orioles team, I think they, they have a good year and I think, you know, they hang around maybe, you know, for card spot and Gunnar Henderson's it's a big reason why in the middle of that um, lineup. All righty. NL
1: rookie of the year. I am going to go with uh, Jordan Walker. Of the uh, of the St. Louis Cardinals, I think again he's going to have protection in that lineup with uh, with Arenado and Goldschmidt and then Wilson Contreras. I like Jordan Walker as my NL Rookie of the Year.
2: I'm going Corbin uh, Carroll again. He already got an eight-year, eleven hundred hundred a Um, You know the Diamondbacks already locked him up, which is you know a good thing. I think he's a guy who can steal some bases. Um, he's a really good outfielder as well. I think he's going to have a kind of big role for the Diamondbacks and a team that's still kind of rebuilding, trying to get back. Kind of you know. Try to, you know, try to hang around maybe in another year or two with that with the Padres and Dodgers, you know. And I think Corby Carroll, big cornerstone piece here for the um Diamondbacks to hopefully kind of turn some turn it around in, in the um National League. All righty, we'll wrap up
1: talking about our, uh, giving our World Series pick, and mine is pretty obvious winning it. I got the Houston Astros, they have been the team in Major League Baseball since 2017. I think, yes, they're gonna have Altuve out, but he'll be back in a couple months. I mean, their, their rotation is really, really good with, uh, with Framer Valdez and Javier at the top of the rotation. Their bullpen is outstanding. I'm going with the Astros to win their third world series in seven years. Uh, so, and I, and who I have them playing, I got them playing the San Diego Padres. I think the piss is the year for the Padres. I think they I like the rotation with Snell, uh, with, uh, with Darvish and with Musgrove like really like their lineup. And I think they're bullpen with Hader. And I think Melvin's going to have Hader in the game when it matters this year. So I got the Astros beating the Padres in the world series.
2: Yeah, I got, I got the Padres as well, but I got them winning it. I think they knock off the blue Jays. Um, oh wow. I got the blue Jays in it. Wow. Yeah. I, I like that young team. I like the rotation. I like what they got in the bullpen. Uh, Soto. Again, we've already seen what he's done in the big stage. Um, and the Padres lineup, the rotation they have, I think they find a way to win the national league. I think again, Bob Melvin finally gets a a ring again. He did a heck of a job in Oakland for all those years. I think this team makes a run. I think Toronto with that young lineup, we mentioned we're both on Alex Minotto and the Cy Young. I think he's going to have an awesome year. You know, Kevin Gosman, two pitched really well last year. You know, Chris Bass is a good, nice addition. I think that bullpen is good enough. And I just think that lineup so deep, you know, Alejandro Kirk's, Really good player. You know, hopefully George Springer could stay healthy this year. And I have the um I got I got the Padres knocking off the Toronto Blue Jays in the World Series. Yeah, it should be very, very
1: interesting. Should be a really good baseball season, especially with the pitch clock. I think the pitch clock is really, really gonna help you know, this season. I think it's gonna help the younger. I think these new rules, I know these, you know, these traditionalists are ripping them and everything, but I do think this is really, really gonna help the younger
2: generation get into the game. And for the most part, I think a lot of people like them. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I love it. You know, it's going to make these games go by quicker. It just, it drags on. You wait 40 seconds hit between pitches. So yeah, I'm with you. I think these rules really help baseball. It's a spring training. These games flew and it's, it's it's good. And there's going to be hopefully more action with the, with the shift kind of being out of it. So, you know, I think guys instead of trying to hit it over, maybe, you know, just try to put balls in play. And I think it's going to be awesome. And I think, yeah, really excited to kind of see how these new rules play out in the regular season. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: So that's going to wrap it up on Sports Talk with RJ for Justin outfield I'm Steve Risser. We'll be back next week recapping the Final 4, talking Yankees and Red Sox, and talking any NFL news that comes our way. Have a great weekend, everyone, and go Huskies. Joel first down, wide open It's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is of ava- is availability. Saquon Barkley He's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy
0: for this team. Look at this. They lob it to him. He taps it in off the glass. How about that?
2: Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch two for three. He's done his part. Fitch
0: is drilled to deep right field toward the pole,
1: and it is... God, they don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not they're even close to the best organization in baseball.
2: They're trying to be the race, and the race do this for a reason. Like you're the Yankee.
0: Hello, my name is Jill Aguyer. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group, and here at CMG we have a wide variety of podcasts including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the g and great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.